tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on October 30th, 2022, from New York City. Real Madrid opened up the week by hosting relegation-threatened Girona in league play at the Bernabeu today, but the Whites fell short in their efforts to get back onto the winning track as they could only manage a 1-1 draw. An open first half saw Girona get the better of the chances, even though both sides hit the woodwork, and the game would remain deadlocked until Real finally broke through on Vinny's 70th minute goal. But Girona were then awarded a penalty for Asensio's handball in the 77th minute following a VAR check, and Stuani leveled the score from the spot in the 80th minute. The Whites then took their attacking play up a level and put the visitors on their heels, with Rodrigo nearly earning a winner in the 89th minute, but the visitors held on through 10 minutes of stoppage time to deservedly earn themselves a point. The result means that Real's lead at the top of La Liga is now only one point, as the defending champs sit on 32 points to Barca's 31 after 12 matches played. Ancelotti's starting 11 for the match against Girona today consisted of Mendy, Alaba, Rudiger, and Carvajal at the back, Modric, Camavinga, and Cruz in the midfield, and Rodrigo, Vinicius Jr., and Valverde up front, forming the customary 4-3-3, with Courtois at the back of them all in front of the goal. My first key takeaway from today's match is that Real's measured play in the attack, particularly in how they only occasionally look to take advantage of their pace to break into space for a large portion of the match, makes me wonder if the number of games that the Whites have played during the course of this month is really starting to take its collective toll. I didn't get the impression that Real was arrogantly approaching the match with a sort of preseason level of intensity given Girona's position in the league table. It just looked more like everyone in the white shirt was stuck in first gear, as both Vinny and Rodrigo weren't making as many aggressive runs with pace on the wings, and Valverde didn't display his typical attacking flair with runs into space. There were also some lazy and inaccurate passes that failed to make connections, defensive lapses in both marking players and in recovering in transition, and lazy challenges that drew the whistle and earned bookings, with Cruz twice seeing yellow and getting sent off late. And all of that speaks to an absence of energy in Real's play that surely is the product of players starting to get worn down after nine matches played in the month of October. Benzema was out again on account of his own lingering muscular fatigue issue, but he might not be the only one that needs some rest, as Real's play today, on the back of their performance in the loss to Leipzig last week, is starting to make it look like the Whites might be in danger of a limp to the finish leading up to the World Cup break. My second key takeaway from today's match is that Girona were a surprisingly formidable opponent in the attack, especially during a wide-open first half when they were able to advance the ball on the counter to create moments of danger that even surpassed Real's own threat in the final third. While Real's more deliberate possession in the attacking half did see them play the ball through Girona's central five for some shots from distance or from the wider areas of the box that buzzed the goal, with Rodrigo most notably forcing a save in the ninth minute and then hitting the right post in the 23rd minute, 
The better chances over the opening 45 minutes were created by Girona at the ends of breaks that saw an opponent once again exploit the spaces left by Real's advanced wingbacks. Girona got a couple of opportunities from the center of the box with Real not having fully recovered in transition and failing to make interventions inside of the penalty area and they probably should have gone up on Yanhel Herrera's shot from the top of the box that struck the crossbar in the 38th minute. They weren't quite as dangerous with their attack in the second half, although they did have moments when they broke down the pitch, and they had to withstand some significant late pressure from Real after Stuani's equalizer from the penalty spot injected the Whites with life. But Girona defended well, and Gazaniga made an important late save to deny Rodrigo as part of their efforts to preserve what was a well-deserved point from a competitive showing that exceeded any reasonable expectations. My third key takeaway from Real Madrid's 1-1 draw with Girona today is that Real were on the wrong end of two critical refereeing decisions that impacted the scoreboard, but I think that the calls were correct in both cases and that there's no basis to claim that Real suffered any injustice in either instance. A VAR check in the 79th minute resulted in the referee awarding Girona a penalty on account of Asensio's handball in the box a couple of minutes prior, and it's hard to argue in defense of Asensio when his left arm was away from his body when the ball in from a free kick went off of his right shoulder before striking his left elbow. I certainly don't think there was any intent on Asensio's part, but his left arm position definitely did him no favors, and so Stuani's goal from the penalty spot in the 80th minute wasn't any gift from the officials. It then looked like Real had retaken the lead at the end of a break in the 89th minute when Rodrigo scored from right in front of the goal after his initial effort was saved, but the referee deemed that the goal came from Rodrigo kicking the ball out of Gazaniga's grasp and into the back of the net. The replay showed that there was a brief moment when Gazaniga ceded control of the ball as he attempted to roll it back towards him, but Rodrigo's kick of the ball came just a fraction of a second after the keeper had gotten his glove back onto the ball, which the referee fairly deemed as re-establishing control of possession that Rodrigo couldn't interfere with. The first instance was a bit unlucky, and the second just untimely, but neither refereeing decision was unfair, and so to me, Real cannot complain about either one. In the end, their own substandard play, along with the courageous and effective play of Girona, is the main reason why the Whites weren't able to claim all three points from the contest against Girona today. And then Ronaldo! Oh! Let's rate the player performances from Real Madrid's 1-1 draw with Girona today. Starting up front, Rodrigo rated as a 7. In the first half, his shot from above the right side of the box was saved by the left post in the ninth minute. In the 23rd minute, his one-timed shot from the top right corner of the box hit the right post. And in the 41st minute, his shot from the right side of the box was blocked. In the second half, he got onto the end of Carvajal's cross in the left side of the box in the 72nd minute and played the ball with his touch to Asensio in the center of the box for a shot that forced a save. In the 85th minute, his direct free kick from above the left side of the box was blocked, as was his shot following the rebound. And in the 89th minute, he got onto the end of Mariano's pass in the center of the box and had his initial shot saved and the goal he scored thereafter chopped off on account of Gazaniga establishing possession of the ball just before the shot. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 7. In the first half, he most notably was tackled on his run towards the box in the 23rd minute after he had combined with Mendy on the left wing, and he was tackled in the right side of the penalty area in the 29th minute after his attempt to run at multiple defenders. 
In the second half, he got onto the end of a cruise through ball on the left side of the box and dribbled past a couple of defenders before winning a corner in the 47th minute. In the 70th minute, he got onto the end of Valverde's pass from the right side of the box for a sliding tap-in towards the left side of the 6-yard box that made it 1-0 Real. In the 82nd minute, he took a shot from above the box that was blocked. And in the 97th minute, he got his head onto the end of a Carvajal cross, but looped the ball high behind him for an easy catch by the keeper. Fede Valverde rated as a 6. In the first half, his pass from the right side of the box connected with Rodrigo in the top right corner of the box for a one-timer that sent the ball off of the near post in the 23rd minute. In the 26th minute, he took a shot from above the right side of the box that was saved. In the 41st minute, he made a run into space on the right wing to spearhead a Madrid break. And in the second minute of stoppage time, he made another such run and eventually ended up getting the ball back in the right side of the box for a shot that missed wide to the left. In the second half, he got on to the end of Carvajal's through ball in the right side of the box in the 70th minute, warded off a challenge, and played in the pass that connected with Vinny towards the far post for the opening goal. In the 82nd minute, he played a through ball for Carvajal in the right side of the box, and in the 86th minute, his shot from above the right side of the box went well high. He was replaced by Eder Militao in the 87th minute. In the midfield, Luka Modric rated as a 6. In the first half, he combined with Carvajal on the right side in the final third before firing a shot from the right side of the box that went wide of the near post in the second minute. In the 26th minute, he got onto the end of a cruise crossfield pass on the right wing and set up Valverde for his shot from distance. And in the 41st minute, he played a through ball for Rodrigo in the right side of the box that led to his blocked shot. In the second half, his shot from above the left side of the box was blocked in the 48th minute. In the 67th minute, his pass was intercepted in the attacking half to spark a Girona break. In the 75th minute, his late sliding challenge in the defensive half earned him a yellow card. But in the 89th minute, he played a good through ball down the right wing that connected with Mariano inside of the box during the build-up to Rodrigo's disallowed goal. In the 96th minute, his ball in from a free kick connected with Rudiger in the right side of the box, but the German's bad touch sent the ball out. Eduardo Camavinga rated as a 6. In the first half, he took a shot from above the box that sent the ball just wide right of the goal in the fourth minute. In the sixth minute, he made a sliding interception of a pass inside of the box. In the 22nd minute, he fired another shot from above the box that missed wide to the left. In the 28th minute, he made a run from the defensive half into the attacking half. And in the 30th minute, he made a tackle on the right side in the defensive half. In the second half, he most notably had his pass on the right side in the attacking third intercepted in the 53rd minute, and he ended up getting replaced by Marco Asensio in the 61st minute. Tony Cruz rated as a 4. In the first half, he made a tackle on the left side of the midfield in the 8th minute. He intercepted a pass in the center of the pitch in the 12th minute. His crossfield pass connected with Modric on the right wing in the 26th minute during the build-up to Valverde forcing a save. In the 31st minute, however, another one of his crossfield passes was intercepted on the right side in the attacking half, and in the 33rd minute, his cross from the left wing went well over everyone and sent the ball out. In the second half, he played a good through ball for Vinny in the left side of the box in the 47th minute, but in the 55th minute, he picked up his first yellow card for a foul with his extended leg that halted Kuto's run on the right wing. In the 72nd minute, he played a good long ball down the right wing that allowed Carvajal to get into the box, 
but in the 91st minute, he earned his second yellow card and is sending off for a bad foul on Alex Garcia from behind as he attempted to turn and run on the break. In the back, Ferland Mendy rated as a 6. In the first half, he made a tackle that won the ball back on the left side of the attacking half in the 23rd minute, and then he combined well with Vinny on the left wing thereafter. In the 32nd minute, his cross from the left wing was blocked out for a corner, and in the 42nd minute, he intercepted a cross in the right side of the box. In the second half, he forced a bad touch with his pressing on the left side in the attacking half to win Real the ball in the 48th minute, and a minute later, he got onto the end of Vinny's ball in the top left of the box and made a forward run before being tackled and conceding a goal kick. He was replaced by Mariano in the 86th minute. David Alaba rated as a 5. In the first half, he deflected an attempted through ball from the right side in the third minute, but unwittingly played the ball to Castellanos in the center of the box for a shot that missed just wide to the right. In the 15th minute, he intercepted a pass above the box, and in the 42nd minute, he made a breaking run into space on the left side to take the ball well into the attacking half. In a largely anonymous second half, he most notably intercepted a cross from the left wing in the 54th minute. Antonio Rudiger rated as a 6. In the first half, he intercepted a pass in the center of the box in the first minute. He intercepted a cross in the box in the 6th minute. And in the 14th minute, he made a tackle to halt a Girona break on the right side in the attacking half. However, in the 19th minute, Valeri got in front of him in the center of the box for a header that sent the ball just wide left of the goal. In the 32nd minute, he intercepted a pass in the defensive half, and in the 35th minute, he intercepted a cross from the right wing with his extended leg. In the second half, he got his head onto a cruise ball in from a corner in the 52nd minute, but had his effort blocked. In the 66th minute, he intercepted a through ball in the final third, but his touch dangerously played the ball back to Girona. A minute later, he tracked back well to intercept the long ball down the right wing, and in the 96th minute, he got onto the end of a Modric free kick in the right side of the box, but he wasn't able to control the ball with his touch and sent it over the back line. Danny Carvajal rated as a 6. In the first half, he combined with Modric on the right side in the final third in the second minute and picked him out in the top right of the box for a shot. In the seventh minute, his sliding challenge on the left wing forced the ball out off of the winger. In the 10th minute, his shot from above the box was blocked. In the 38th minute, he was beaten by Valeri to a long ball down the left wing and then muscled off of the ball during the build-up that led to Herrera hitting the crossbar. And in the 41st minute, he halted a Girona break by making the sliding interception of a cross. In the second half, he committed fouls in the attacking half in the 48th and 53rd minutes. But in the 70th minute, his through ball from above the box connected with Valverde in the penalty area during the build-up to Vinny's goal. In the 72nd minute, he got onto the end of a Cruz long ball in the right side of the box and played the ball into Rodrigo during the build-up to Asensio forcing a save. In the 82nd minute, he couldn't connect with Vinny in front of the goal with his pass from the right side of the box. And in the 97th minute, his cross connected with Vinny for a harmless header that was easily caught by the keeper. As for the substitutes, Marco Asensio rated as a 5. He replaced Camavinga in the 61st minute. In the 72nd minute, he received a pass from Rodrigo, spun away from the defender, and fired off a hard shot that was well saved by Gazaniga. 
However, in the 79th minute, he was deemed by a VAR check to have handled the ball in the box in the 77th minute, as his playing of a ball in from a free kick with his right shoulder sent the ball off of his left elbow as his arm was away from his body. That infraction ended up leading to Girona leveling the score from the spot a minute later. Mariano rated as a 6. He replaced Mendy in the 86th minute. In the 89th minute, he got onto the end of a Modric long ball in the right side of the box, showed some composure in waiting for help, and then played a good ball to Rodrigo running into the 6-yard box for a shot that was saved. In the 91st minute, he made a bad pass above the box in the attacking half, but in the 94th minute, he won the ball with a tackle in the center of the pitch and then made a forward run into space for a break. Eder Militao as the final substitute, rated as a 5. He went on for Valverde in the 87th minute, and he most notably failed to connect with Mariano above the box and eventually kicked the ball to Girona to spark their short-lived counter in the 91st minute. Finally in front of the goal, Thibaut Courtois rated as a 6. In the first half, he intercepted a long ball over the top with his header just above the box in the 27th minute, and a minute later, he intercepted a cross from the left side. In the 38th minute, however, he was only saved by the crossbar when Herrera took aim at the goal from the top of the box at the end of a break. In the second half, he easily saved the Castellanos shot from distance in the 60th minute, but in the 80th minute, he guessed wrong on Stuani's penalty attempt and was well beaten towards the right post as Girona equalized. Credit to the visitors for a game effort that belied their position in the league table and earned them a point, but Real also didn't help themselves with a tired and sloppy performance that really only kicked into gear after Girona equalized late in the second half, a wake-up that ended up coming far too late to avoid dropping points. But there won't be much time for Real's players to rest and freshen up their legs, as the squad will be back in action come the middle of the week when they return to the European stage. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Next for Real Madrid. The Whites will be back at it this upcoming Wednesday as they'll face Celtic at the Bernabeu in their final Champions League group stage match. Real defeated Celtic 3-0 in the away fixture back in September, and while the Scottish side have been in fine form domestically, they still remain winless in the competition and sit rock bottom of the group with only two points from their five group stage matches. A win for Real will finally clinch the top spot in the group, which is of particular importance for the round of 16 draw, given how some of the other group leaders have been flying. And while there's no reason to expect that the Weiss will be unable to get the job done against Celtic, Real's performances over the past two matches have indicated both an increasing tiredness and a drop in form that very well may make this contest more difficult than it should be. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after Real and Celtic face off on Wednesday, so be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid!